0: Hello everyone, this is Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, the Disrupt Meister. Welcome to the One Bitcoin Show. Today is the last day of June, the last day of the first half of this great year, June the 30th. 2020 strong hand long-term thinking five digit realm oh yeah i'm in that era golden age it is the golden age having hype 2024 strong hand for 2024 bitcoin is the next bitcoin in motion i'm offended by selling i've got conviction you get a new show here every day hello my elite friends how you doing this afternoon if you have questions, I have answers, type in Bitcoin Meister or do a super chat with your questions. We're going to have a lot of time for questions today. I love your questions. So, hey, let's do it. Defiance over compliance, people. And the backup channel is linked to below. You get an old show there every day, except for Saturdays where it is the Beyond Bitcoin show. And I, we're going to mention uh, some Beyond Bitcoin type of stuff in a second. This week at Bitcoin, techbalt.com, T-E-C-H-B-A-L-T. And it was great this week. It's also linked to below. Please, people, check out the links below. That's part of the whole show, part of the whole learning process. Andy Hoffman, Mauricio, and Gabriel in uh, Fort Gulf, Chile, uh, were on. So it's FUD court time. Remember when you were a kid and you used to go to the mall to the food court? Well, it's time to go to the FUD court. We've done this before. And man, the FUD is being recycled. And people are reminding me about this. Quantum Bitcoin FUD. Uh-oh, quantum computers going to hack Bitcoin, going to destroy Bitcoin. Oh, Adam, it's people are talking about it. It's recycled. P, you know, we talk about the efficiency of recycling. FUD recycling, very, very efficient, very efficient. It's just the same you know, there's there's no new FUD. I mean, it's like they really haven't added anything to the quantum Bitcoin FUD. It's the same as last time. It's, yeah, it's very efficient recycling of the same thing. And then more people fall for it. That, that's the only thing that changes. It's more people actually use it this time. Use it. More people get scared about it every time, it seems like. I, I don't know what to say. Well, here we go. Here's the article. Will quantum computing Bust Bitcoin. OK, so, yeah, you get your clickbait there. So th- that's why it's so efficient, because these guys over and over again, they want the clickbait. And uh, you, 80% fall for the clickbait. The World Economic Forum analyzes threat to cryptography. OK, wow, World Economic Forum. And they just said some generalities that we already knew. Uh, nothing really, nothing really new. If, if quantum computer computing ever is real and, and gets to a certain level of uh, quantumness, I don't, I don't know what the terminology is, uh, it gets very powerful, then yes, Bitcoin will have to change some things. And at the end of the article, hey, this is the point that you people need to remember, okay? And I think a lot of people – a lot of you guys are great. My, my Most of the people watching this, you're 20 percenters. You don't get freaked out. You have strong hands. You're pounding that like button. But this guy, Dragos Ily, a quantum computing and encryption researcher at the Imperial College of London, says quantum computers have a long way to go before they can start breaking into Bitcoin. Again, quantum computers have a long way to go before they can start breaking into Bitcoin. This is something that andreas antonopoulos talks about so sure you're going to get recycled quantum fud but the bottom line quantum computers have a long way to go before they can start breaking into bitcoin pound that like button so surfer jim is there doug is in the house i don't listen to any organizations that start with world says doug doug that's probably a good policy pound that like button world crypto network they, they're good though. They, they uh now i don't agree with them when they talk about the the current events of the world but uh the world crypto network thomas on good 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 bitcoin he he's got he's a bitcoiner i was about to say he has a bitcoin strong hand he actually has a bitcoin weak hand. he he's, he spends his bitcoin and everything hey but some people do that he's a big he, he loves bitcoin he really does love bitcoin now uh let's talk about uh Bitcoin donations and current events. I think a lot of people were yesterday in Reddit, on YouTube, social media platforms. Uh, They seem to have a coordinated uh, day of removing certain people and topics from their platforms. Uh, Political type of stuff. As if, they were, as if people were worried about the 2020 election so much that they had to censor people that really don't talk about the election that much. But there's one person that got kicked off of YouTube who I've mentioned many, many times. His initials are SM, kind of like sportsmeister.com. Where he's a philosopher. He, he's, he, he's up in Canada. And he's from Britain originally. and And I don't agree with that dude a lot. But he could be right about a lot of things, and he was an early adopter of Bitcoin, and for a long time, he's been ready to be kicked off of YouTube. He's had his uh, cryptocurrency donation addresses on his page. Uh, I, I would say that his page is linked to below, but it isn't because I think one of the reasons he got kicked off of YouTube was because he linked to hate sites so, if I link to his site, who knows what, what will happen to me? Uh, because obviously, they consider him to be a hate site now. Now, you know, we can argue about that uh, YouTube's a private company, et cetera, et cetera. They can kick whoever they want off. But let's get to the, the bottom line why I'm even talking about this. This dude who has raised uh, millions of dollars worth of Bitcoin over the years. Uh, so, people find out he gets kicked off, okay? through various means, and they start donating to his cryptocurrency addresses, all listed on his donation pages. In less than 24 hours, I checked this last night, it might have been less than 12 hours, he got five pages worth of Bitcoin donations, okay? So good, he was prepared. Uh, But compare that to the other addresses that he has up there. Bcash, he got two donations. Ethereum, he got three donations. Compare that to five pages of Bitcoin donations. So all the altcoin people out there, they love to say how Bitcoin is not good for transactions and donating. It's it's expensive, it's slow, blah 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 blah, and it's not expensive and it's not slow. And that you know, especially the B cash people. The B cash people are saying you're supposed to spend with B cash. So what is the reality on the ground? What there's your reality on the ground, even I uh, people are sending moderate to small amounts of Bitcoin to uh, this guy uh, to support him. A a, a huge – so much great – five pages worth of it uh, listed on the Explorer site. And uh, again, you you find out who he is. His initials are SM. You find out his website. You see his – and I I will talk about this more on the Beyond Bitcoin show. Uh, But yeah. People use Bitcoin to donate. They why not Bcash? Be because they don't know it. It's 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 just they don't have it. This is the reality of the world. Bitcoin is the next Bitcoin. Uh, Ethereum is pretty darn popular too, right? They're, people aren't sending Ethereum to him. It's people are using Bitcoin uh, for for regular transactions, regular donations. When all these altcoins say no, 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 that's uh, it's inefficient. Mine is so much better. If yours are so much better. Why aren't they set? Why aren't they actually using it on the ground? So there's an, an example of real life right there. What people, what people are using Bitcoin for, and how they're not using, they're not using altcoins at all. Uh, not at all, but very, very small there, very small. There. Two B cash, three Ethereum compared to five pages of Bitcoin. All right. Uh, so yeah, big Bitcoin dominates his, uh, his donations by, and it always has. And uh, I, I linked to a article from Yahoo that talks about the, the, the shutdown of these pages, the purge Monday that, that happened yesterday. If, if you want to read more and there you can see the guy's name, it's, it's SM or his initials. You can learn his name there if you, if you don't know who he is already. Now, he's bald. Shiny head, shiny head. Uh, the the traditional syst- banking system would break first if quantum computing was a thing. Yes, it would. <laughs> All right, come on, people, throw in some throw in some questions there. Doug said the person's name. Uh, he spelled out the person's uh, first name because maybe you can't even type out his whole name here on YouTube. Hey, man, YouTube's gonna do what they're gonna do. Now, next story. Next story. Gotta lower my voice a little bit. I'm getting so excited. And where where was where was I? All right. Now, let, let's talk about altcoins for a second now. A lot of people hate on Coinbase because they sell like fifth-tier altcoins now. They're not pure. Even I mean, it's obvious that gamblers are gonna gamble. But I get this email from Gemini today that made me think: buy easily. We make buying and selling crypto easy. By Bitcoin, Ethereum, Bcash, they call it by its full name, and Litecoin, and more instantly. More and more and more, okay? Buy now. So they put Bitcoin on the same level as Ethereum, Bcash, Litecoin. Now, those are top-tier altcoins, no doubt about it. So why are people spazzing out at Gemini, okay? Is it okay if it, they just list top-tier altcoins in their promotions? Because they do list it on the actual site. You can buy lower tier. Now, it's not as many as Coinbase. So is that the big difference? Because Coinbase has like 30 some and Gemini only has eight or whatever they have. Is that the difference? I'm curious. I'm curious. Uh, For me, I'm like compete, don't complain. Gemini can do what they want to do. Coinbase can do what they want to do. I'm not sending them to any Bitcoin inquisition. But I'm just I'm curious why, you know, against and so people say, well, Coinbase is—they've—they've they've done deals with uh, organizations that compromise your privacy. All right, well, Gemini gives your information over to the IRS. Also, I mean, that's—that's that's the law. Gemini follows every rule in the book. Also, okay, that's how they got their uh their their bit license. All right. Now, I, again, I—I'm—I'm I'm curious. I'm curious. Is there? I can, I can, and a logical explanation is that Coinbase is worse with the they're making deals with, although it's just with public information with companies that spy on you. Okay, I mean, that, there's there's an argument right there. But in in terms of just pure altcoin selling, you're gonna sell. I mean, they they're encouraging people to buy altcoin. They know what the business. Coinbase and Gemini both know the business model is diversify for the sake of diversification. People fall for it. So they're both preaching it on a certain level. There. They're both preaching it on a certain level. So for me, I'm not going to vilify Coinbase and I'm not going to vilify Gemini at all. I'm, I'm just saying because I understand how the 80 percenter thinks. I understand how this that it's been ingrained in everyone's head. Diversify for the sake of diversification, even though. These, and then they make it look like that Bitcoin is equal to these other coins when it's not. Bitcoin is the next Bitcoin. One Bitcoin equals one Bitcoin. One Litecoin does not equal one Bitcoin at all, at all. But they make it seem like it. Uh, and that's just stuff like that, all right. And I, I understand that. And all coiners, gamblers going to do what they're going to do. Few, very few people out there can have the Bitcoin discipline like we do. Okay, in terms of we get some extra fiat, what are we going to do with it? Are we going to buy Bitcoin with it or are we going to diversify, going to get going to get a big uh, bundle? There are very few people that will uh, be like us or be like me and only use fiat to buy Bitcoin. Never have used fiat to buy any any, to mess around in, in the altcoin space at all. Few people can have that discipline. Few people can have that discipline. All right. Pound that like button. Now. And that that long term thinking. And uh, let, let's talk about South Africa real quick. Uh, the DeFi Conference twenty twenty in on August fifth. It's free. Now I've mentioned this before that Sonia over there has put on conferences. That I've I've obviously attended. She she put on the first Bitcoin conference ever in south africa in africa back in 2015 which i was at and i was again at at the one in 2018 she's a nice lady uh she understands she's a marketing lady and the DeFi is this magical buzzword okay and why not jump on it now she can't host an an event in person there now so it's online and she's not charging. if if you want to watch the event it's free and she's charging sponsors all right now i i I praise her for making the most of a a bad situation. I want people to be able to meet in person and go to events again. Okay. But this part of the event space is growing during this time, this ridiculous time period that we're living in right now. So compete, don't complain. Uh, There are always going to be some people that do like these online events, especially if they're free. Uh, And and, and maybe she is, uh, she's, really uh, changing the, the business model there. She, I, I give her, a, she, she's on the ground floor here of revolutionizing the conference, crypto conference business model here, okay? And yeah, it's definitely a crypto conference. She's gone way beyond Bitcoin in her ways. I mean, that's her business. And I will say this, it, it resembles this, this DeFi magic word thing this DeFi conference thing, there are going to be more DeFi conferences that are probably going to be in person. It, it reminds me of 2018 at the beginning, the was how the ICOs would dominate crypto events, okay, uh, and how I would read about these events. And I, I wouldn't know anybody at the – hardly anyone at, 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 that was speaking at the events and just her event too. I only know two guys that, that are speaking there, maybe two or three. There might be a third that I, I glanced over one of whom I met in South Africa. So this DeFi uh, theme clearly, again, is resembling the ICO theme. Uh, It's not on that level yet, but clearly there are signs that it will get to that level. So again, we're talking about the South Africa conference. Uh, I'm glad there's free conferences. I'm glad someone is making the most of a uh, ridiculous situation revolutionizing the 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 space maybe in in maybe in two years who knows it'll it'll be completely different the 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 meetings the so-called meeting space in in cryptocurrency all right but i'm glad p for those who like live talks for those who like to learn good good now i want to also point out as i read these ridiculous stories on the mainstream mainstream crypto uh publications online, how they have to talk about every private blockchain that monitors uh, trucking of food across the world or just the ridiculous things that private blockchains can supposedly do. And it usually involves food or fish or who who knows, supplies. I just want to say the people that I follow on Twitter, the the thread, the, the feeds that I go to every day, I might not agree with them on everything. I might be – some of them talk about altcoins, and and but these dudes never seriously post stuff as mindless as that. I just want to tell you guys that because I, I do mention some of the same dudes a lot, Vinny Lingham, Zach Vole, uh, Nick Carter, who, whoever, Matt O'Dell, uh, Andy Hoffman, whoever. No one uh, of the many Twitter feeds – crypto related Twitter feeds that I read every day because I am not a servant of the algorithm. I don't, I don't go what's fed to me. I go search out stuff. I use my brain. Actually, none of those dudes ever post anything as ridiculous as there's private. net. They don't take that stuff seriously at all. They don't take that kind of stuff seriously at all. No one. I mean, it, it's such, I guess part of the, they, they've realized that it's clickbaity and it just gets certain people in. It probably increases the hits on, on CoinDesk and Cointelegraph. I, I assume that's why they do it. it. It's it's so ridiculous, some of those stories. Every ugh. now. Finally, this is a serious question from Alistair Milney. I really love it. Serious question for the bears and the naysayers. If a round trip to $4,000 and back in March, and it was actually less than $4,000 for a couple of seconds there, in March, did nothing to trigger holders to start selling, what will? And he's referring to that, you know, in the last year, 61% of Bitcoin hasn't moved. Is that what it is? And when we had that drop that day, there were plenty of of entities that sold there were plenty of. there's plenty of panic panic selling that day guys that were that had they just, they, they needed some money to, to make up for their stock losses and, and everything that went wrong that day but there a bunch of people me included we bought more and just then there were some people that didn't sell if that didn't make people panic okay if that didn't uh cause people to get disillusioned because afterwards it popped back up again it, it popped up, up up again and people you would think some people would be like okay uh, it, it's worth more now I, I'm, I'm not I don't want to get scared again I, I'm selling but I, I, we're at an all-time high in terms of Bitcoin that has not moved in the last year so if something like that can't freak people out if something like that can't say you know people say mercy mercy I'm not a holder anymore. I got to do something with my stash. Then, then what will? What will? Because I'm going. I've said this for years and years. It's not the ship isn't going down ever. It's never get going down to zero. But dude, you better believe my mentality is I'm going down with the ship. And it's clear there are plenty of people out there. Plenty of people out there that will go down with the ship. So, so maybe some of you do have some theories. What what would make the the holders uh, totally? Uh, what what negative? Uh, something negative that would make them just give up and say, I'm out of Bitcoin. Because I I think I will say this, there will be some of those holders when it gets to an all time high that they will get weak hands. They will sell. They will be like, that's it. I've done it. That's it. I value my wealth in fiat. I'm out of here again. Hey, but I give them credit at least, at least they have patience to wait for that. That's a little bit of long-term thinking there. Uh, DeFi is the next DeFi. Don't conflate it with ICO mania. No, well, it, it, in terms of people who don't – who get caught up in buzzwords, I think it is the next ICO. They're just – some people, they don't even understand what they're buying into. They, they've heard – there's going to be some FOMO on that, OK? There's going to be some blind foam people. They won't even know what they're buying. And there will be people creating tokens that will be like, this is a DeFi token. And what will make it different than other tokens? Nothing. Just that they use the buzzword. So I, I I do I do disagree with that. The DeFi, uh, on on, I, on a certain level, DeFi is obviously different than ICOs, okay. But on a marketing level, on a buzzword level, on creating some unnecessary FOMO for newbies, uh, it, I think it's going to be very similar. Very similar. Uh, all right. How do you make your money, sir? Do you have a job? Well, I've, I've answered this question many, many times before. First of all, YouTube pays me money. Uh, I saved an incredible amount of money from uh, selling my houses, <laughs> and I don't spend money at all. I don't spend money. I, I so little. So it's not about making money. All right. When, when you're living this lifestyle, it's about, well, it was about saving a while ago. Okay. And it was not. I wasn't buying Lambos and stuff. I had a Chevy Cavalier. All right. That is the only car I have ever owned. And I haven't owned that car now since 2014. Okay. You just don't spend most people. They they, they can't. They're addicted to this hyper consumerism stuff. They must spend. So they don't understand. Like, well, Adam, how can you do? I mean, if you watched my show the other day, again, I talked about how on the side of the road, I found a bunch of onions. I don't pay for food sometimes. I mean, come on, I can find free food. Can you do that? So it's about it's about being uh, resourceful, okay, and living off of what you have and being able to budget stuff. So I'm I'm very good at budgeting. I don't spend on ridiculous things. And so yeah, that that's how I make my money, dude. That's that's how I do it. All right. Um, so, but yeah, I get I get. Uh, the podcast makes money too. Uh, the, the, the audio, I get a check from that. Yeah. All right. Let's see. Okay. And and Surfer Jim says, I'll be joining you on the perpetual traveling lifestyle. Hey, ASAP. Dude, that's awesome. And please, uh, people, watch the Beyond Bitcoin show on my backup channel every Saturday if you want to know how I do this, how I save money. All right. And, and and I give you specifics about how much things are costing me. OK. Uh, I mean, the, the, I'm only going to spend uh, five thousand dollars over the next three months total on, on everything in my life. I don't I mean, that's not an exact right there, but I I, I, I can give statistics like that. Son. I mean, when I mean, when, when I was in Chile, I mean, the cost of living there was so freaking low. I go to places where you, know, you just don't need much. All right but so many people are trees they they're stuck where they are and then they're like how could Adam do this how does he do it i'm living in such an expensive city where i go to whole foods every day and buy the most expensive things and fill up my car with the most expensive gas and have a, a car a, I mean, and own an apartment and pay a condo fee all these things i just mentioned i don't do it all i don't pay any i have no car i don't have any car <laughs> i don't have any house insurance i don't have any property taxes uh, i mean I, I don't it's no maintenance fees on anything i don't own a cell phone how about that <laughs> what are my cell phone costs during a year zero zero <laughs> so that's how you that's how you do it people all right but good good question and yet some people still won't they still won't get it they still won't get it Gabriel Shear is in the house. All right. He was on the show on freaking Friday, guys. Check out This Week in Bitcoin. Link to below. Uh, and uh, Gabriel Shear actually uh, called in to the, that guy's show once. Uh, the guy who got banned from YouTube yesterday. Uh, Gabriel Shear was able to get on the show once. All right. That is it. What do we have here? Uh, is there. If there's not an all-time high in the next few years, that will shake holders. You think? Well, it's some. Um, yeah, that probably will. That probably will. But we're one day close. They, they they don't have the mentality that we're one day closer to an all-time high, and they don't know about the 10, 210,000 uh, block theory. Yeah, if it doesn't come true, if the two hundred ten thousand block theory uh, doesn't doesn't hold true, there'll they'll be some. I, I mean, I will be disappointed, but I won't be selling my Bitcoin. Heck no, because I know we're one day closer to it all right, dude, I'm out of here. Where did I get those houses? This guy asked. Well, I bought my house on Linden Avenue in Baltimore, Maryland for $41,000. And the other house I bought on Howard Street for $38,000. Now, over time, uh, I paid off all of those. So when I sold them, it was pure profit. Uh, so that, 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 again, that's how you do it. You, you're, you're a long-term thinker. You buy things that are on sale. You buy things that are, you don't need the most expensive house in the world. You could in Baltimore, Maryland. Uh, now again, th- those were part of, uh, experiments in living. Obviously the house on Linden Avenue in Reservoir Hill, would people consider that a safe neighborhood? Uh, most people wouldn't consider that, but we, we, they were. It was part of the buy a block program. Something that I came up with. A, bu- a bunch of us bought uh, houses on the same block, and over time, uh, the, the houses uh, uh, went up in value. I saw uh, the, the, you know, <laughs> got into the a hundred thousands there. That 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 house of mine. Uh, so there was uh, there was large profit on both of those houses. Uh, and again, the Linden Avenue house. I mean, I lived in it for. I mean, <laughs> the mid. Didn't put much into that house either, so I was living so low cost all those years, and I was able to save money all that time. I worked for myself, uh, so 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 again, people people ask how did how did you get the house? I didn't go into freaking debt to get those houses. I will tell you that, man. It was very very minor, very minor type of stuff. Okay, when you're talking about forty one thousand and thirty eight thousand dollars houses, uh, but it's hey, it's all public record. All of it is public record there. If you want to look at it, at the years that it happened, all right, and how much I, I sold it for, uh, and how it was great to get out when I did, because the 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 cost to hold those things has went up uh, qu- quite a bit, quite a bit, and one can understand why, uh, just because the governments need uh, more and more revenue, and I was not going to be their tax uh, servant uh, for, for that, definitely, and so now I live off of those. Uh, I live off of that that money. It's great. Linden Ave, it was a great experience being on Linden Avenue. I wouldn't recommend it for everyone. But uh, yeah, anyway, beyond this is beyond Bitcoin type of stuff right now. I'm Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister. This is Rob Meister. Remember to subscribe to this channel, like this video, share this video. Check out the links below. Pound that like button. Bang that bell button. I will uh, see you later. Bye-bye.